This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and And now we have to go to all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Here we are. That's right, the Lincoln A to Z team back here on Siren 107.3 FM and sirenonline.co.uk. Back from a short break. Uh, last week I was taking, uh, taking some family to the airport because, uh, well, I'm selfless like that. Modest with it. Uh, Johnny, however, only takes himself on his own holidays uh, and he's just got back from a short break, haven't you, Johnny? Scotland, no less. So the result of that all or unimportant yes no vote later this year could depend on your behavior this weekend uh, so johnny please greet the listeners with your best scottish accent please oh hi the new uh, and you heard nothing but that all weekend did you absolutely no no not at all i've, I've got a bit of a sore throat today actually from screaming freedom really loudly at scotland, <laughs> which yeah, uh, if you've ever been to scotland but they love it when english people do that they can't get enough of it i'm telling you <laughs> Uh, okay, right now, Johnny, tell us which grid we're going to be sticking our noses into this week. My name is Jason Sewell. I've lived in Lincoln Jackson. for 38 years. I think Lincoln's uh, very interesting. K16. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. K16. Uh, okay, right, so uh, enough waffle down to the K16. What is in K16, please, Johnny? Okay, K16 is essentially uh, the junction of Newark Road, Rookery Lane and Highcombe Road. It's that, that junction that everyone will know this. Since they spent five million quid on it, there is no traffic whatsoever there. Nope, absolutely not. You never, absolutely get, not. never get stuck there. No. Okay, and... <laughs> sarcasm. Johnny, your sarcasm from you today is unbelievable. Okay, so if you want to contact us about K16, uh, because you'll never have been caught in traffic there uh, whatsoever, you can email us, Lincoln A to Z at sirenonline.co.uk. We are on the Facebook, uh, and of course there's Twitter. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. Yeah, details of this and the other 51 grids of our uh, epic journey are on our excellent website. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot UK. Time for the first visit, first of our visits uh, to K16. And rather unusually, one of the Lincoln A to Z team members is there, but the other isn't. So I'm actually studying the first ever grid we started, which is L16. The very first time Johnny and I came on a, on a grid walkabout, we said we'll meet uh, just here, the Plough Pub. Um, so for our fourth series, we said we'd meet at the same place again. It seems like a, a good place to start uh, a new series. And... Uh, I don't know, regular listeners to the programme will know that, uh, that Johnny, our, our, our esteemed producer, the, the reason he's such a good producer is because he's usually on time. And, well, <laughs> what normally happens is, uh, is Johnny's here a little while before me and uh, he'll perhaps be taking some photos or something, getting an idea, getting a feel for the area. Uh, and I arrive, usually, well, I, I always aim to get somewhere just on time, exactly on time. If you say 9.30, I'm not getting there for 9.15. Um, Johnny, however, is, uh, well, I'm going to say usually more prepared. And if you go back to our Pelham Bridge podcast, I've listened to that. I've listened back to that 
And uh, there's a definite snipe in there from Johnny saying, well, I arrived on time. Something along those lines. Hey, go back to that podcast and listen to Jonathan Lee Hall talking about <laughs> being on time. Um, so from all that gloating, you can, you can obviously understand that I'm stood here today. You can't hear Johnny's voice because he's not here yet. Um, it's, it's way past our meeting time. Um, and this gloating may well last all day. So I'm just going to uh, hang on and wait now and uh, enjoy. Enjoy the moment when, uh, when he arrives from being late. So n- very nearly a quarter of an hour now. And uh, here he is. The producer's uh, finally arrived with full of excuses about his bicycle. Um, and it's normally, Johnny, I was just explaining to our, our dear listener that it's normally you that's, that's here on time, sorting yeah, things out, getting, yeah. getting the land prepared. And I, uh, I'm usually on time or usually, well, let's face it, just after. Um, uh, but here you are, full of excuses about, uh, about that, that beautiful mountain bike that I gave you, uh, rather than chucking in the tip. He's, he's got to be a bike, it can't be me. I haven't, I haven't cycled for probably a couple of months now. Um, so I probably am a tiny bit out of shape. But new baby as well, you know this. this well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And tiredness. I also tiredness will take it out of you, John. I was out last night having a few drinks. Ah, uh-huh. um, but yeah, it can't. It's the bike, and it can't be that. It's not me. It's the bike. No, either that or it was just that last drink you had. It wouldn't be any of those before it. So to start the uh, the grid walk properly now, uh, and to stop berating the producer. Uh, we find ourselves down uh, Hainton Road, a place I've never been. This is just off Rookery Lane in our K16 grid. Never been down here. It's kind of a dead end, so I've never any any purpose to go down here. Never going to look down here. Um, but it looks really nice. <laughs> um, lots of uh, semi-detached houses. And it, yeah, I'd live down here. I know you wouldn't, but I would. It's an interesting uh, time of day for me. People are going about their daily business, aren't they? Uh, so far, we've seen the uh, sort of people digging the roads, uh, builders uh, doing what they do best, sitting in their van drinking tea. And, uh, and now Kenilworth Drive, Johnny, now we, we said already Hainton Road looks all right. Now I'm looking down Kenilworth Drive. Um, I kind of know that's not for me. I just, you know, it already looks a bit superior, doesn't it? It looks a bit, just, I know what you're going to, you're going to complain about the white plastic windows, but we're not going there. Just the fronts of those houses, I don't know. It, it, I, it's not, it's not an inviting street. <laughs> It does look classier. I, I reckon that the people of uh, Kenilworth Drive look down the noses at the people on Hainton Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, on the corner of Kenilworth Drive and Hainton Road, there's a there's a grip bin. Um, I always have an urge to look inside grip bins because I have this feeling that they're not really used that much for grip, more for um, fast food wrappers and milkshake drinks. Uh, so I'm going to lift this lid and see what we find. The good people of Kenilworth Drive and Hainton Road do not put litter in their grip bin. Well, I, I reckon the Hainton Road people probably do, but the Kenilworth Drive people come along and pick it out again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so linking A to Z has always been a project about walking around and finding, uh, stopping and looking at things you wouldn't normally look at. And uh, one of those things is is Weirfield Wildlife Hospital, uh, which is down Rookery Lane, uh, caring for Lincolnshire's wildlife. So I, I'm assuming, uh, you know, first impressions, that if you find yourself uh, uh, an injured hedgehog or something like that, then uh, this is the place. This is the place to bring it. So now we're on a, a junction of, well, Rookery Lane, Newark Road. Uh, you know it. You know where we're talking about. It's where you get your cheap booze from, and. Uh, there's uh, a load of shops around here. Uh, my mate used to live uh, above the Sea Queen, Chippy, uh, so he'd always stink of uh, fish and chips. 
but it's uh, again, Johnny. I find that we're early in the morning, and I, I, I'm really craving some fish and chips right now. Uh, but it's not open as yet. I think probably later on, when they are open, I'll be uh, I'll be their first customer. Yeah, I like some of the names of these shops as well. There's an offie called Rhythm and Booze. Um, I'm not sure where the rhythm comes into it really. I can, I can <laughs> see the booze. It's the rhythm um, of the till because it works so often when I'm around. Ah, there you go. And it's just they do drinks differently, but really they're just flogging, you know, they're just flogging <laughs> booze, aren't they? You know, I don't, I don't understand what it is. If there was a, they had an Elvis impersonator behind the behind the counter, then I, you know, well, I'd be there more often. I know yeah. that, I know that's for sure. Um, and there's also here uh, Spurs DIY, and I would urge anyone, um, and I don't always do this. I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm a bit of a hypocrite here, but. I would urge anyone to use their local DIY store. I love the look of that DIY store. They've got brooms and mops and things stuck outside of it, you know, which obviously they'll drag in at the end of the day like Arkwright used to. And uh, also they've got some bits of uh, bits of wood out there, 2 be 2 be a bit of 2 before, 4 a bit of 2 be 2 be I don't know, I always, I always quite fancy it. I know I'm going to make out of it, but I, I quite fancy it. We could, uh, I could make up a little something in the airing cupboard or something like that. Uh, you know, inspiration is sought from these sort of places. But also, the people behind the counter... Um, if I was if I was you, Johnny, I would say that these are real people. You can go and talk to them about things. But sometimes I prefer the anonymity of a big DIY store because I don't really know what I'm talking about. But these people, I know, and I know these people are the ones who are going to help me and advise me and say, no, you don't want to use that. You want to use a drain rod for that. And that's this kind of thing. That's true. You go to somewhere like you know B and Q or any of those uh, you know big national stores, um, and I think they've got better in recent years actually. But they always used to certainly be staffed by you know students on their on their winter break or whatever who really knew nothing about DIY they knew less than me about it <laughs> so I'd, I'd go in and ask them a question and they'd be like oh, I'm not sure I've only been here for two weeks um, so I've, I've always longed for those places where there's a man stood behind the counter in a brown coat who knows everything about everything I like those sort of places there should be more of them around um, now we've we've bypassed Highcombe Road Highcombe Road Lincoln which leads to Lincoln Road Highcombe uh, that road leads to Highcombe, uh, North Highcombe, so it's no good. Uh, we're going to avoid there. I mean, you know, we, you could end up on a slippery slope and actually end up in North Highcombe if we went down there, um, and that's best left alone, I think. Yeah, quite rightly uh, left alone as well, and we we stand by that. There's, you know, very few things. You know, we need to be careful here. We're uh, uh, over- overlooked like any radio station by uh, by Ofcom, uh, but. Uh, yeah, we. I don't think it's it's a coincidence, or maybe it is, that, that no grids got pulled out for North Highcombe, uh, just all around it. Uh, okay, right, Johnny, um, that, that grid, the K16 grid, um, I, I've got to pick you up on something now. I mean, what happens is we record these, we go and record them, uh, then I lump you with all the uh, the hard work of, of editing it down, because obviously uh, we go out and we just leave the recorder running generally, mm. don't we, and, uh, you know, talk a lot yeah. <laughs> about, about everything we see. And you're normally, normally very, very good at, at wheedling out. I mean, this is why, you know, you're a, a Radio Academy nominated uh, producer. Um, but you really left that bit in about the grit bin. <laughs> a couple of fellas looking in a grit bin, and you, and you thought that will make a scintillating radio. I thought, yeah, you know, added a bit of, uh, you know, flavour to it. I thought it was good. It was, you reckon it was a bit of a cul-de-sac? <laughs> well, I, you know, I not one to gloat or pick you up on air, uh, which, well, which I am. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no more of that. No. <laughs> I mean, you could say, well, stop looking in grit bins, couldn't you? You know, if you, if you yeah, had anything about you now, you'd, you'd, you'd stand up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was you who insisted on looking at it, but I, I think I'm, the one the reasons I left it in, I was I was hoping to to kind of incite a bit of rivalry between between Kenilworth Drive and Hainton Road. You heard me talking a little about it. I mean, last uh, on our last show, 
we tried to incite a little bit of aggro between Cherry Willingham and, and Reefham mm-hmm. and the people of those two villages. Yeah. With a certain amount of success, I think. I, do you know what? I think the more aggravation and confusion was headed at us. Probably, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Which is not necessarily what we intended for. <laughs> uh, you know, the Lincolnite weren't reporting on it, I don't think. No, that's, yeah, we, we maybe need to go further. Maybe this is what we should do with this. I mean, it's, it's a much smaller scale. We're just talking about two adjacent streets here. Yeah. But there was there was definitely this kind of toffee-nosedness about Kenilworth Drive as opposed to Hainton Road. Yeah, and, you, and you're talking about a field here. You know, we didn't actually, we didn't actually see no, any... any no. Do you know what, on both of those streets that you're talking about, we didn't see, actually see any residents, did we? We didn't know. People, purely the houses. Yeah, but people were there around there digging mm. holes. People were around there delivering shopping. People were around there delivering uh, goods. I remember, actually, I do remember, and this would have been useful to include in it, actually, Johnny, rather than the stuff about grip bins, mm. uh, about the delivery drivers. And how much, I remember doing a whole piece on delivery drivers and people just sitting at home and getting things delivered, especially down those two streets, obviously, hmm. and you didn't leave that in. No, it wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I really like to think there's going to be some rivalry between those two. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say here and now that I heard oh, right. that the people, the people of Kenilworth Drive <laughs> refer to the people of Hainton Road as, I quote, Hainton Road scum. Okay. So, you know, do with that what you okay, will. Right. Take that away, have a okay. think about it, well, and I need, we'll, we'll see what happens. I there. need to push, as usual, I take the editorial high line here, uh, which <laughs> it shouldn't be the, it shouldn't be this way around, should it? I, I'm going to take the name producer from now on, and you're going to be the presenter. Fair enough. And I'm going to say, right, okay, you need going to substance, source substantiate your quote. And uh, where did you get that quote from, Johnny? Did you? Oh, well, I made it up, obviously. You made it up, obviously, yeah. right, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, but I think we have got a real thing going on between you and I and North Highcombe. Well, I, I don't like North Arkham either, to be honest. No, no, no. Well, on our on our uh, list tonight that I, I took a photo of, I, I usually draw a little sketch uh, at the bottom of our um, uh, of our running order here, and actually it really diverts my attention away from looking at the running order, which is why you'll occasionally say, what are we doing next, Johnny? And uh, although I'm going to come to that in a second, but at the bottom I, I drew a little diagram of our K16 grid, hand-drawn uh, with a pen, which I, I, I find charming. Uh, I drew a little arrow down there saying... Uh, Nothing important looking towards North Highcombe. <laughs> and uh, obviously put it on some social media and people have got back already. Um, yeah, they're not too chuffed. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so we, we, we're going to move on. And at that point, I say to you, Johnny, where are we going next? Lincoln, A to Z. Uh, right, okay, now time for the history. And uh, it's the part of the programme that adds validity to our meanderings as Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives opens the door to the past of our K-16 grid square. This grid square lies next door to one of the first ones I talked about, relating to the Roman crossing of the River Witham by the Fossway at Bracebridge. When you relax your eyes, you can see that this is another intersection of roads, Highcombe Road, Newark Road and Rookery Lane. Highcombe Road was a higher dry road running alongside the Witham, connecting the outlying medieval villages with the main route into Lincoln. As for Rookery Lane, you might not think it to be a road of much antiquity, as it leads into a relatively new area of housing and not directly into the city. However, as we found with most of the grid squares, you don't have to dig far beneath the surface to find the underlying history. The River Witham delineated the city boundary with Bootham. That this was a small community which grew up on the relatively drier, higher gravel terraces above the Witham can still be seen in the small commercial community which still exists in this grid square today. The geology of this area lying alongside the river meant that since man discovered that when you bake clay it turns hard, whenever that discovery took place back through the prehistoric mists, the plentiful supply of clay meant that a healthy pottery industry had been established here during, although probably even before, the Roman occupation of our city and continued to prosper in the centuries after they left. Archaeologists have discovered the remains of pottery kilns running in a steady line down from the racecourse through Swampool down to Booton Park, 
through St Helens Churchyard and the allotments and Hall Drive. As well as such an established industrial character, life in Bootham also had a spiritual side too. The original parish church has long gone to be rebuilt twice in the 19th century, but the name of its dedication saint remains, St Helen. This is quite interesting, because as church dedications go, St Helen ranks amongst one of the oldest. There are at least 25 holy wells in Britain dedicated to St Helen or St Helena, and there was possibly a spring roundabout here, near Bootham Church. Such an ancient dedication to a saint associated with natural springs suggests that this may have been a pre-Christian ritual site from a time when the ancient Britons worshipped natural deities such as rivers, springs and trees. To suggest this area had a pre-Christian ritualistic significance dates the community living here far further back than originally thought. Just as when we travel through Lincoln, we're perhaps unaware of all the ancient churches and graveyards that have long since gone, this is another of those grid squares where the streets of relatively modern housing belie the fact that this area may have been a holy place, serving the spiritual needs of its very earliest inhabitants. Well, thanks as always there to uh, Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives and more from Joe uh, in our next episode. Lincoln A to Z K16 Time now to return to the K16 grid for the second part of our visit. And as ever, we're drawn to a place that sells intoxicating liquor. So, just on the very edge of our grid now, and Lincoln Moorlands and Railway Sports and Social Club, which is uh, a bit of a mouthful, so most people just call it the Moorlands. Uh, and knowing people from Lincoln, if they could abbreviate that, they would do. Uh, you know, <laughs> Skellingthorpe's always Skelly, etc. But just as we, uh, as we left Newark Road, um, there were some, uh, some chaps digging a hole uh, in the ground. It might have been gas, could smell gas, so they were uh, doing something for that. Now, uh, I used to work uh, for people that, that would replace water mains, that kind of thing. And you, you've no idea, and one thing I just witnessed, you've no idea how, much this, how brilliant this is. Uh, a lady brought out a couple of cups of tea for the lads. Um, no biscuits, but hey, you know, the world's not perfect. And she brought out a couple of cups of tea. You've no idea. If you see someone outside your house digging a hole, um, yeah, they'll have a flask with them, of course they will. But they'll have drunk that by about 9.30. So always, always pop the kettle on for them, unless they're doing your electric and you've got no electric, uh, in which case you probably have to get the old gas hob out. The reason why this place has such a long name, Lincoln Morelands and Railway Sports and Social Club, um, it's a sports club. Next to it, there's a, a football ground uh, where Lincoln Morelands Railway Football Club is. Uh, but I suppose why it has such a long name is, is this got merged with the railway club, which used to be up on uh, on Tritton Road. These used to be uh, warring factors in the darts and pool leagues, you know. They, uh, and, and now it's, I assume, as one. Hmm. I bet there's still a few little comments here and there, a little bit of backbiting, you know, the, the railway people and the Morelands people. So those are their own little factions, I imagine. I would hope so. But I, I like places like this. This kind of, it's called the sports and social club. I'd, I'd probably refer to it as a working men's club. It seems like the sort of place where working blokes will come for a night out. It's certainly not, you know, your Swiss city centre pub, is it? It's, it has to be said, quite an ugly building, um, with not many windows, and it's, it's not the most inviting place. But I think if you're in this club, if you're a member of this club, you can walk in here any night of the week, and there'll be people you know here. And you can have a game of pool and, you know, stick 20p on the side and wait for your turn. It's that kind of place where, you know, if you're, if you're in the club, you're very much in this club. Uh, so now comes the end of the, uh, the grid walk, just on the out- outskirts of 
K16, on the very edge. And uh, we find ourselves in Lincoln Moreland's, the Moreland's uh, car park. And uh, this brings back oh, wonderful, happy, huge, brilliant, lovely, comforting, romantic memories for me because uh, this is where our wedding reception was held. We, uh, we did our, our wedding uh, <laughs> on the cheap and uh, it, was, uh, it was very much a, a registry office affair and then come down and uh, have a, a merry old uh, sing song. Uh, and the celebration uh, buffet uh, all supplied by the family as well so we didn't have big outside caterers uh, come in um, but you know there was a lot of love in this room uh, in that day uh, not, <laughs> not just uh, for me and my wife it was it was just such a wonderful day and a wonderful celebration uh, and a great venue um, the DJ I can't remember the DJ we hired I think he comes along with the club but uh, we kept having to drag him back from the bar and go and do his job and put some tunes on because uh, I think for a lot of things you know he, he, a lot of weddings you would be able to put now 78 on and uh, you know that would be fine and you know there's nothing wrong with that uh, occasionally uh, pop back and uh, and sling on come on Eileen by Dex's Midnight Runners and then uh, and then toddle off back to the bar again but we, we kept dragging him up there and uh, we, we made him earn his, uh, his his money that night uh, because as you would imagine you know if you listen to the uh, the live program we're quite particular about music and uh, but the dance floor was full all night I'm pleased to say uh, apart from apart from uh, the only the only time uh, when we did the uh, our first dance uh, and we chose um, one day like this by elbow, uh, as we should do and as everyone else should do, uh, apart from the fact that it's well over seven minutes long, which is a very, very long time uh, to be stood in front of all your friends and family, uh, uh, dancing and spinning around and uh, uh, and smiling. I, you know, don't get me wrong, I was very happy, but my jaw ached by the end of that one. And so I think for the end of this grid visit, uh, and we never really do this, we always go back for a chat in the studio, um, we're going to relive that moment uh, and this is Elbow Lincoln A to Z A question of Lincoln glorious sound of the bells of Lincoln Cathedral instructing Johnny and I that it's a question of Lincoln time and uh, straight into it this week Johnny do you want to go first yeah I'll go first this week shall I uh, nice uh, nice easy one for you this week splendid now if I was to ask you what frequency Siren FM broadcasts on well do you know what Obviously. most of the most of the time I'm going to get that right <laughs> yeah go on what, what, what is it 107.3 Siren 107.3 FM. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that time I nearly gave out Links FM's? <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, that, it might help you, not, not entirely. Um, so you know Siren FM's frequency? Yes, 107.3 FM. Siren 107.3 FM. But what is the frequency of our good friends at BBC Radio Lincolnshire? All right. Is it A? 89... <laughs> 89.9 FM. Nope, that's Radio 2. B, 94.9 <laughs> FM. Uh-huh. Or C, 99.9 FM. You've got 10 seconds starting now. Now then, when I was a very, very young man there, I used to have this uh, mug, Radio Lincolnshire mug, with uh, start the day with 219. Wakey, wakey, rise and shine, start the day with 219. Now, I think that's probably 94.9. Of course it's 94.9. 94.9, you're saying? 
I've never yeah, been too sure right. about yep. anything. Yep. My, you know what a radio geek I am. I mean, what, just <laughs> handing me this on a <laughs> I t- plate. I did say it was a nice, easy one. Yeah, yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I always do. Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. Uh, right, okay, now, uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm, I'm grid-focused, I'm grid-centric. Okay, uh, good, good. You know, they might say, yeah, if we had some kind of... Uh, uh, person in here <laughs> who spoke like that. Uh, this grid just about squeezes in uh, a small part of Lincoln and Moreland's Railway FC, uh, and it's home to the first team reserves, under 18s, uh, various junior junior teams, uh, but of course the ladies team, uh, who this season are more successful, far more successful. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that kind of gives away what I'm about to read out. Anyway, carry on. Uh, more successful than the men's team. Uh, now, my question of Lincoln for you, Johnny. Uh, as of last week. Uh, because I know you've been away and you wouldn't have been able to keep up with the uh, the latest results. No, no. You know, you, you've been away to uh, Scotland. And as of last week, not including any friendlies, because, you know, no any grey areas here, how many more games have the ladies won to the men's team? Is it A, 5, B, 8? Or is it C, 2? Ten seconds, but now you don't need them. Off you go. <laughs> oh, I'll just talk around it as if I've got to think <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Sort of think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, you, yeah, you, yeah. you kind of gave it away a little bit by telling me they've done incredibly <laughs> well. well. So I'm going to say eight. Well, well, congratulations, John. Thank you very much. Um, I, you know, it almost feels like a rather we need to up our game for a question of Lincoln for next week. I mean, obviously, <laughs> everything else about the program is uh, well, it, it can't be surpassed. However, um, yeah. We need to up the game. Well, the game on this very, very, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, some details there is that the ladies' team uh, of Lincoln Moreland Railway FC have won ten, while the men's team are propping up the league after only two wins. And there's some real drubbings there too. Ten nil, they've lost, but their largest defeat of the season comes in at eleven. Wow. Uh, which, which, to be honest, you know, it's all very well me standing here in a radio studio saying that, but uh, anyone that knows me and my, my my playing career, when we used to play for Waterloo Street. Football Club versus Tilby Street uh, will know that those score lines were well, uh, they were small score lines <laughs> compared to when I was in goal for uh, for Waterloo Football Club. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot uk. Uh, right, okay. Now uh, we're going to continue a little bit from uh, from last week where we asked. Uh, people, what their favourite gig uh, in Lincoln was, and we used a couple of Facebook uh, groups for this that uh, have some very excellent contributions all the time and pictures as well. Uh, it's about Lincoln, and you're probably from Lincoln. If uh, okay, so picking up where we left off last week. Now you see why you, it all started with me uh, recalling my favourite gig, and uh, why why shouldn't we start with with me, uh, which is the beautiful South at the Engine Shed, where where they you know it was just one massive knees up, and it wasn't long actually just after that uh, that they you know, that they split up. So it was it was, it was really good time to see them uh, playing all the hits but uh, Rob Rickles uh, got in contact Rob Rickles who is from Lincoln not North Highcombe he's keen to point out uh, he really liked the stereophonics acoustic version of Maybe Tomorrow and then an amazing Dakota everyone likes that Dakota track don't they and he said it sounded incredible uh, Andy Buckley Taylor uh, says that uh, the selector played Grafton House oh, on Newland I was there I was at that one were you oh yeah they were well, brilliant not. really really good yeah. I bet that was good Pauline Black wow and uh, he also says that uh, Slade did a gig at the Theatre Royal. You can imagine the, the balconies vibrating to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We played a, a Dave track recently, didn't we? Of course, a Dave Hill from Slade. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that was because of that, I went through the Slade's sort of back catalogue. And, uh, yeah, they, they're better than you think. They, you know, mm. Slade are for life, uh, not just for Christmas. I'm just looking down here as well because uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Decorating, which I assume that's got, that's got, is that a trade name, do you think? 
Well, should we be advertising that? Anyway, he's saying Slade at the ABC uh, was fantastic, fan- fantastic. And also Richard White, uh, Elvis Costello at the Drill Hall. And I think, wow. uh, Johnny, you've been listening to a lot of Elvis Costello lately. I have, yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed I missed that. I wonder when that was. Okay. Um, Daryl Bergen says the specials and the cure. Uh, at AJ's The Skids uh, at the Drill Hall. Super. And I bet it was. It, I don't know if that was at the same time or two different shows, but either way, fantastic. Now, and uh, a couple of people over here getting in touch about Big Country at the Ritz, uh, possibly 1986. And uh, he's saying that's a great first band to see in Lincoln. And then also uh, Mark uh, getting in touch as well, Big Country at the Ritz. And he says, yeah, he confirmed that it's 86. And it's the only gig he's been to in Lincoln. And uh, probably a bit before my time there. Uh, and we're going to have a few more of these uh, winding up, and we're going to give you the top five of the bands that have ever played Lincoln. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z. Um, OK, but before the news, we were talking about uh, bands that people have seen in Lincoln. And uh, there's nothing we like more than a top five countdown. And at number five, it's, uh, yes, we want you, baby. It's the Human League. They were rocking all over Lincoln. That's right, status quo at number four. We won't forget about you, baby. Number three, Simple Minds. When I was 12, there was a picture of me taken after I caught a, t- after I caught a terrapin in the river with them, taken by the Lincolnshire Echo. That's right, I was the local boy in the photograph coming in at number two. It's the Stereophonics. And at number one, everybody in Lincoln has seen these. There were more people there than in the population of Lincoln. All in that very tiny room seeing the Fab Four, John, Paul, George, Ringo. Of course, it's the Beatles. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Right now it's time for it's time for Trevor Davis. Now Treff is a local man which only just qualifies him to write and record a piece on each grid for us. Here's his take on our K16 grid. K16, Newark Road, Rookery Lane. There is a bowling green in K16. There's a bowling green in K16. There's a bowling green in K16. Just in front of the clubhouse. There we go. Okay, Johnny's <laughs> a fantastic production on there, Johnny. I think next uh, we, we should have perhaps had some drum and bass uh, highlighted on there, don't you think? Yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, yeah. Uh, we're going to hit the top we'll of the charts, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so K16 has a bowling green, thanks to uh, to Treff. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Welsh, they love to sing, don't they? <laughs> uh, and you can go to Treff's uh, poetry website, philosopherontap.com. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Thanks for listening to the Lincoln A to Z podcast. Do you know anything about this or any of our other 52 grids? If so, we'd love to hear from you. LincolnA2Z.co.uk has all the information and contact details you'll need. And don't forget the live Lincoln A to Z show is on Siren FM Monday nights from 9.